Everything I spit rare, we sound in that great area podcast. They talk about hip hop all the way in the UK, so they gon' get props. Ooh, let me catch it, let me catch it once again. This is a new series for us, isn't it? We've never yeah, done one yeah. Like that We've got a few, yeah. but while we should, uh, we should probably clarify though. This is no, this is no diss to anyone. We're not saying anyone fell off or anything like that. We're talking about artists that we, you know, we were either fans of or that we respect, and that I guess their careers have just gone down a path that we perhaps didn't expect in the beginning is that an accurate way of yeah i feel like it's artists we would have wanted to do like discog discussions for but for some Mm. reason they haven't made that discography for a certain reason yeah people that had strong starts and were going places and have either just kind of just fallen away from where they were kind of gonna reach or got lost in the shuffle or altogether have just stopped rapping Mm. And in this mm-hmm. case, apparently, No Name is dropping a new album sometime soon or some shit. So I don't know. That's unconfirmed. No, let's not even go off. Yeah, yeah. I, w- we'll, I wouldn't we'll, even say yeah. it. Yeah, because we don't we'll get to that at the end. We'll got. get to that one. Um, that's recent news. So just just for like people to to be aware, we feel, we're recording this at the beginning of March 2022. So um, bullet. If this comes out, if this comes out in a few months, and there's what? music, we're you know we're fucked. But anyway, um, so what was our introduction to No Name? Well, it says if telephone hold fire to the next section, so <laughs> hold fire to the next section. Because <laughs> mine, yeah. mine, no, mine wasn't telephone. No, mine wasn't telephone. Mine was room twenty five. Sure, I swear I played you telephone, man. No, no, no. I mean, I heard of, I heard no name before telephone. Oh, I was other people stuff. Oh, did you? Oh, other no, people no, stuff. I, I didn't. Oh, I'm, be, okay. I'm being real. You, in, you introduced me into no name. I, I, I started off with room twenty five first, and then depth in, um. Then went, oh, you obviously off. went to, te- yeah. I then went to yeah, telephone because yeah. I was checking you out what up. she was doing at the time. Yeah, caught up. I was slow with uh, no I think name. I caught, I think I heard on some Shmino stuff or the other one. I forgot the other guy, Saba. So one of them two's work. Well, she was on Mick Jenkins, which caught my eye when obviously Sean let me know about no name. And then I was listening to, um, obviously Water by Mick Jenkins. Water, she was on that. Yeah. She was on, um, Comfortable. And I was like, mm, yeah, definitely need to check her out. Mm. Well, Kieran, wh- when was yours just before I? Mine's, mine's ridiculous like i only have a new um song 32 and i love Ooh. that song obviously but then like i don't know why i just never bothered checking anything else especially because song 32 is actually better than all of the stuff she released before it let's be real about that so whenever i went to those no, things no, no i don't know if i can, really i don't know if i can concur really? with that i'm being okay. serious no. What about every song on 30, telephone though? Song thirty two is dope, but I I can't no I can't telephone to me. But is, anyway, is a that, very that was project. just my that was my opinion, and it kind of still mm. is. But only like last week I've been listening to her projects and enjoying them. Mm. I never Fair listened enough. to them before that. Fair enough. Mm. So my my intro was her feature on Acid Rap. She was on Chance's Acid Rap. Really? I, I, yeah, I yeah. She's on Lost. Stuff. She's on the song Lost. Yeah, so we would so have heard her so years early. ago. Then technically, mm. um, I didn't. I, I'll be honest. I mean, a lot of people say that that's a great feature. I, I don't remember it like blowing me away at the time. And I also was listening to Mick Jenkins oh, around the yeah. time he dropped the Waters too. So I heard her on that, and again, I wasn't blown away, but um, I was aware of her because that, like, around that time, sort of 2012 to 2014, I guess you know the, the big thing in chicago was drill music right yeah you know you had like um chief keith king louie a whole host of names young chop was like one of the top producers at the time you had like kanye and good music doing the don't like remix that that was the chicago sound at that point but there was this like little, this sort of small pocket of alternative artists like chance who i guess was the kind of spearhead of that but you had uh you had mick jenkins Saba, no name vic mensa there was a load of others so i knew she was like Get, you know, I knew she was about, but the song for me pre-telephone, I don't know if any of you have heard it. It might be interesting to hear what you all think of it actually to listen to is a song called Israel. And it was a collab between her and Chance. Nah. And it's this song where they're kind of going back and forth. I think this song's called Israel and in, in brackets sparring. And it's almost like they're kind of sparring, I guess, like rap <clears throat> sparring throughout the song. That was the first time I went, oh, like she she's special. Like, or she Look could be up, special. Sam. Let's hear this. Yeah, I've not, I've not heard that. You know, not heard this one. No, it's, just, uh, it's definitely on SoundCloud. Definitely on SoundCloud. Oh, it's not, it's not an official like. It won't be on. It won't be on uh, Spotify now. Okay. Israel, no name, sparring. I can't believe she was on acid rap. That's the part 
that got me. Mm. Sparring is training, chain snatching the slaves. But a rap song is a match in a cave. Dim lit, wet, wick, wicked, rapping its way. Drunk off a of light, lies, laughing, claiming asylum while shining in shade. I can't stay silent, I go violent when my violets is gray. And my roses is black. Fuck the pharaohs and the Pharisees, Moses is back. I don't need to see a sphinx to know they noses was black. I don't know one temptation that had Otis's back. Sparring is training, it's a jumping jack. I'm the scariest jack in the pumpkin patch. Float like my jumper wet. Sting like a bumblebee, I swing like a lumberjack. Go back when I'm up at bat. They tried to label me a non-rapper. I'm an independent contractor, car cracker. Sparring is training without the training wheels. You made it, you made it, you made it, yeah, you made a deal. You played it straight, hated, graduated, waited, waited. You still a waiter still. Mice will always find out ways to steal. Picture me, fifth in Hennessy, and a swish of sweet, fake identity, till a plug named Trinity shook me. Wake up, wake up, like remember me, said one plus one make three, and you finna see. You ain't as grown as you finna be. You got them young nigga tendencies. Sentimental energy. I left the lights in beside him. I stand like angel. Sparring his trainer for an apathetic halo. Apologetic, non-religious, consequential fable. Like good is good, loving me is goodly. But golly, the Bible say mistakes is necessary. So I Mississippi monologue to Granny House. My soloist is sold out to attentive God. Cornbread on my table when I say my prayers on airs to stairs with shadiness. It's time to rest or manifest. Sparring is training. I know they think me bumblebee. Afro-Americano, Sunny D, but bet I sting, no die. Sparring is training. Jacob wrestled with God in the desert till he broke him and he blessed him and he rescued his heart. I struggle with love. I juggle my loves. I cuddle and coddle. Shipwreck and bottle. I huddle in hugs. Sparring is training, brah. Ramsey's watching Rain and Frogs. Jigger watching Damon. Damon watching Wayans, bruh. a tandem unicycle with two pilots and different maps. You giving back? I'm giving back. Tit for tat. Synagogue and bottle caps of body in the underpass as where's my Jesus? Pledge allegiance to the money now. We running down the kitty parts where darker kids be casualty like come with me to the museum. Excuse them, they know of what they do. Sparring is training, don't let Denzel training day you since they could catch a fade too. We be on that elegant, hella melanin, belly belly since the crayons and jelly bins. And now you know no name ain't never for none. Hey yo, you know Chad no ain't never for none. And now you know no name ain't never for none. Hey yo, you know Chad no ain't never for none. <laughs> and you don't stop. I've never heard that, and that song sounds really good. It was incredible. Mm. That was really good. I really like that. Yeah. So that was that was the first time where I was like, okay, yeah, I want to follow this person. But she didn't have a project at this point. This was like, why is that not on Spotify as well? Yeah, probably couldn't get the sample cleared, something like that. Who oh, gets the sample? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but that was a real good time for, like I said, that sort of pocket of Chicago rap during the sort of mid mid 2010s and that especially because chief keith was like making that whole youth oh, yeah. pop off mm, mm. so this was very different but like i said there was no project so there was nothing to you know you search the name no name and it's like there's nothing there basically to listen to but then telephone comes along um i don't remember listening to telephone when it came out though and i feel like sam i feel like you maybe either sent me diddy bop or like you yeah. told me about the project and I was like, oh, I know no name. And then that's when I got to it. And I reckon that was like late 2016. I think it missed me a little bit for I, a few months. So I distinctly remember hearing this either the day or the day after it came out, because I was heavy on SoundCloud back then. And that's where I, like SoundCloud had the best kind of algorithm for suggesting music. And this wasn't mm-hmm. on Spotify yet, I think. So I used to listen to a lot of stuff on, on SoundCloud. And I was like, oh, this project's bumping. And I was listening to it the whole summer because it was feeling great, some of the songs. And I feel like, actually, you got in the car once and I was playing it. And you were like, what is this? And I was like, it's No Name. And you were like, oh, okay. I think I've heard that name before. 
And then mm. you forgot about it that after that day, I don't remember like why I didn't send it to you, but then I sent you like Diddy Bop, like you said, or some track like that. And you were mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm gonna go listen to this down. And you came back, he's like, yeah, man, I'm really liking this. I'm liking the vibes. And that would have been probably like late summertime, so probably September. So I'd listen to this project like near enough <laughs> every day for like, I want to say like over a month, nearly two months. And I just really, really enjoyed it. Like I hadn't heard anything like this. And I hate I hate to be segregating people into like female rapper and male rapper, but I've never heard anything like this from like realistically anybody at the time. So I was a bit like, this is really nice. It's interesting. And I was like, this is like high level rap, which was kind of missing mm -hmm. at that time. It was a lot of just, I don't know what was going on in 2016, but I really don't remember there being that much good music coming out. Oh really? See, I'm about to. <laughs> I made a list, right? Yeah, because my when I was um when I was preparing for this, I thought, why why did I miss this? Because like I said, I that song Israel and the, the odd feature here and there, I, I liked No Name, but it just missed me. But just to kind Drake of jog around, right? and 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 um, Kanye yeah, dropped an album. But that was at the beginning of the this year. Is, yeah, but this is this is yeah, this is what I mean though. Like, so I've got here Malibu, so Anderson Pack Malibu, right? Oh yeah, I was all Pablo came Sorry. out. Made in the Kano's made in the manner. Views, Kanichiwa, Coloring Book when Chance was like on top of the world, Blank Face, right? That was all pre-telephone, yeah? Mm. And then after that, you had Jeffrey, you had The Sun's Tyrese, The Divine Feminine, Atrocity <laughs> Exhibition, We Got It From Here, you know, Tribes album, Awaken oh, My yeah. Life, Run The Jewels oh. Free. Mm. So it doesn't surprise mm. me that Childish Gambino. Yeah, <laughs> and, and also like... In, in terms of the sound as well, though, like you said, Sam, about the, it fitting with the summer, and I, I know this is a very cliche thing to say, but this, among all that music there, all those sounds, Telephone was like a breath of fresh air. It just had this lightness to it. Do you get what I mean? This sort of, this, uh, if, if I was someone that sort of saw music in colours, I'd say it was like this kind of light palette pink, or per, like, like the album cover, basically. It just had a different, like almost like a fluffy feel. Um, it's one of those rap projects you can play because that's Sean's analogy is like, I feel like you could play this at a barbecue some songs on this and people won't go turn oh, that rap shit off because yeah. it's musical mm. it's nice you know what I mean like it's not like she's not saying too much like wild shit mm. she's not saying like oh, I'm gonna fuck your bitch and you can suck my whatever <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, I just thought of another album that you, that you might have missed it as well though Sean because didn't Blonde come out as well yes probably shit yeah. Um, Blonde came out in 2016. That's probably what, yeah, that's why you, yeah, mm. you might have gone under the radar. My life as well yeah. when that came I, out. I feel so like this project yeah. occupied a good space Shit. for me for a good month or two, but I, I really don't remember all these albums dropping because I feel like all the big projects Sean named happened at the start and the end of the year. Mm. Wasn't Solange that year as well? I see it the oh, same. Solange was, yeah, oh, yeah, it was. It 2016 was, was, yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Because I was banging that album out, I'll tell you that. Oh my God. God, yeah, that's why I missed no name though. Think about how yeah, many things yeah, exactly. I, it it she haven't listened to us since the past week because she's also not. She is one of the least because something that often gets associated with rappers is this kind of braggadocio nature. You know, mm. hear me, I'm the best. Blah blah blah. There is nothing like that in no name, especially no, at this no, point in her humble. career. Mm, yeah, it's, yeah, and and even the way she raps, like her style was very spoken wordish and she does come from a poetry background apparently though that was it's understated i think like it's not it's not even to grab your attention really no other than no, the not. fact that you kind of have to listen to hear what she's saying yeah and she's What's saying a lot as well she's almost she's like lauren hill like we just we all said that in the well not we all but i think everyone was thinking it kieran said mm. it as well mm. like she sounds like lauren mm. hill and it's like she's less aggressive though but like yeah, there's exactly. moments Lauren even Lauren there Hill is moments like... though of <laughs> listening to the J. Cole diss track is so aggressive yeah that's she mad, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's, she's yeah she's changed a bit over time but like even Lauren Hill in her early days she was very much like I'm the best MC there was mm, this almost like cipher nature to it like if she was on a track with anyone whether it be with the Fugees or whatever it was like I'm here to take over whereas even if, like when you listen to that Israel song I know the point of it is I think there's that play on the kind on right, religious text and the whole sparring thing, but it's very like complimentary rather than I'm going to try and eat you up on the I'll track. You. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, exactly. yeah. Um, but interestingly though, and this this might come into play when we talk about where she's come to, where she's what what's kind of transpired in her career in recent times is her name used to be No Name Gypsy. So when on mm. the if you look at the um, on Acid Rap, like if you go on that piff, the feature will probably say No Name Gypsy. Um, 
and she chose that name as a teenager when she was transitioning from poetry to music and I'm probably not quoting her word for word but she said something like gypsies were very nomadic just not about staying in one place for a long time and I've written here like was that a sign of things to come like you know she's not been in music very long and then just recently she's basically implied that she's never doing it again so although she ditched the name because I think there was some like to do with political correctness basically she didn't want to offend anyone and their sort of um, their heritage and whatnot um, but if that's her kind of nature then maybe it makes sense that she's not that she you know she said she was not going to do music again I know we're kind of jumping ahead here do you get what I mean though mm-hmm. makes sense yeah, yeah. Um, what else was I going to say on that point but yeah she did basically she ditched the name I think just before telephone basically just before the project came out but um yeah, no, that, that was that a came. good move because she, she mm. could have got cancelled if it was too late. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I don't yeah, think people no, were getting cancelled like that back in 2016. I feel like they, they weren't, but she'll be it. getting cancelled now, though. <laughs> she'll be getting cancelled with that name. She now. left it like it's a couple years. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny that, isn't it? Nearly six years ago, people weren't really getting cancelled like that. And people were saying some outlandish shit six years ago. Oh, 100 <laughs> Oh, you can't say anything now. But yeah. Well, some people can. Shout out Fat Joe. <laughs> he says what he likes, man. You can't and he's still him. breathing. He's still breathing. Fuck around, catch the yeah. virus. Conversation for another day. I, oh, I, no, I, 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 I had to keep my... I, I had to keep my... I feel like we cancelled a few people. We cancelled a few people based on some things they've done. I feel like I was listening to an album the other day. It might even have been... um. What's his name? Conway's album. And I, I heard T.I. and I was like, what's going on? Yeah, it's cancelled straight up. Trust me. <laughs> I, that, that's the only song I didn't take on that album. I was, well. like, oh. I was like, I T.I. don't know if I should be listening to T.I. right now. <laughs> T.I. is I know what you mean, like, on a, on a personal Kitty one. Kitty Fiddler. But he's not that one. <laughs> Make sure you take your daughter's hymen. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? You're mad. Oh, God. At least you came out with that. I'm still trying to keep my mouth shut about this fat Joe diss I had. <laughs> You got to say it now. We'll just we'll just edit all this out. No, so. You're saying? Oh no! Just because <laughs> oh, I was gonna refer to like when you're saying, oh, you're talking about breathing through his nose. It was like Kenny with that weight he's packing, like big pun. Jesus, man. <laughs> but he's skinny now. He's skinny now. I was, trying to, I was trying to make someone say that in it, but no one did. <laughs> nah, do you know what's mad though? Let's be let's be honest, yeah. His beard. You he's can get cancelled for things that are so random and bizarre, yeah. But certain <laughs> things that are just completely wrong, people oh. don't get cancelled for. You could be straight up racist, like Fat Joe, and no one cares. But like, if you offend no certain cares. groups of people, you're finished, absolutely finished. Like, if we go yeah, by the rhetoric that we're going by, yeah, J Cole should be cancelled for coming for No Name for no reason, but he's not. Do you know what I mean? He's oh. calm. Oh shit! Anyway, back back to the conversation. Oh, ahead. Sh- yeah. No, we, you we can't can talk about cancel with that. culture another time. That oh, could be a you whole can't new slide episode. Beard comment, man. How that do we beard, oh, That beard was it embarrassing. Do, it does look drawn on, though. I'm not going to lie. That beard was <laughs> embarrassing. Talk about Fat Joe's beard. <laughs> yeah. I like that beard, man. It, it's looking you know, It's looking sharp. Like, <laughs> too, too sharp. Too sharp. Too, yeah, too sharp. Yeah. It's got to be a little bit like... It looks like Photoshop. <laughs> he looks like he sold yeah. drugs like an hour ago. Do you know what I mean? Like, he went from having a goatee his whole life and all of a sudden he's got a full-blown DJ Khaled thing. I don't know. How that one transpired. Oh, that's too funny. But respect, respect to him anyway. Fat Joe yeah. looks like a grown up um, baby. So... That looks expensive to maintain, though. I ain't gonna lie, like that's so clean. <laughs> <laughs> Some celebrities Goodness get their hair cut every day, right? you know. I, I, I used to know a guy who cuts celebrities' hair. He's like, yeah, um, when um, Trey Song is in the country, I have to cut his hair every day. I'm like, well, are you even doing anything at that point? Because nothing, your hair doesn't grow that quickly. You just go like. Yeah, it's a... Yeah, some good market pen work. Um, <laughs> Sharpie. Um, <laughs> telephone. Edit the fuck out. What do we that? think of that project? Loved it. What do we think of that project? Yeah, Loved amazing it. project. Yeah, it's brilliant. If I had it's to really, rate really that project good. now, like Classic. retrospectively, and and how well it's held up, it's like a nine for me. It must be. I was about to say that too. It's such good quality music. It's fair. It's fair. Mm. Um. What about conceptually, though? I don't. I didn't, like, know I didn't about the concept till the other day when you mentioned. Uh, no, nor did I because I've not researched it. Right? Yeah, yeah, I've not. 
Tell us about the concept, Sean, so the listeners can understand what you're talking well, about. Well, I, I I don't know it in depth because it's not something that I've ever properly deeped myself. I just I've I've read it before and then I I kind of get it now. I think each song is based on a phone conversation that she's had. So I guess when you listen to it with that context, it slightly changes things and like the dynamic of of the. It is you know, difficult to apply that concept and listen to it though, because it's like mm. that's such a vague concept to actually have. I think. What it does is it makes those songs just as interesting as possible, isn't it? Every song has its own topic and some of them link somewhere thematically, but they are really just like their own pieces, each one. There's no skits yeah. on them either. Like that's that, that's there's the part. Oh, oh, skits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's no, no skits. Yeah, yeah. So there's nothing to kind of link to that theme. Like I, I just, that's, I took the title for what it Maybe was. Maybe she should have added like a little bit of recording in that, that's the thing people do these days are sold the phone calls skits and stuff but i'm looking like, at the project right it. and i feel like uh, all the songs on there stand on their own like they're really good mm, i don't know about the sequencing so much of the of the project because i've never thought of it in that regard till now like you know really picked it apart but it's, it's a strong it's, hard. it's a the strong first hard. it's a strong first project and for me there's songs on there that i'll play so excuse the pun but forever like that song forever mm. i don't know why i love that song so much Shh. The, the way beat the beat is mad. Chops. Yeah, that, that's more relevant now than it was back then, I think. Yeah. I've got a quote here about the title and about the concepts. She says, I named it Telephone because I like the idea of what it means to be on the phone with someone for the very first time and all its little intricate uh, idiosyncrasies. I hope I've said that word correctly. Um, from the awkwardness to the laughter or various intimate conversations you can have over the phone, I want my project to be very conversational. I want people to feel like they're on the phone with me, getting to know me better than a text message or a tweet. That makes total sense to me, to be honest. Yeah. Does, that, that, why the, why the F just instead dope. of PH, though? Do you think it's to just make it like I'm giving an accessible message? Like it's easy Maybe. to read F well, rather than PH. Well, she talks about the sort of innocence of it and the, and especially when she when she, like she talks about the difference between that and the next album. So maybe it was like a, a childlike thing, you know? Yeah, it's, it's phonetic, isn't it? Doing it with an yeah. F instead. Yeah, yeah. But no, it's a great, like you say, it's a really great debut, I think. Really, and, and I think she kind of does a, she doesn't do herself justice. I get what she means about like how the next album, there was this like level of maturity that wasn't there with this one. But I actually think this is a very mature album. Like she's it's talking incredible. about some very, yeah. um, there's a lot of depth in there. And then also with the production as well, I think. I think that you don't hear many, there wasn't many rappers rapping over stuff like that. At that point, it's mm. almost like a type of neo soul, I guess. Yeah, and, and um, no beat misses as well. Every single one is. Oh, like, yeah, every hit. beat hits big time. That, like, that's one of the pretty. things I've said. I, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but she did say um, one reason why she hates music at the moment is because she can't find producers anymore to make the sound she wants. Wow. Um, that's fair enough, yeah. though. Yeah. Because the, the sound of that album was very unique. Like, I, you know, I hadn't mm-hmm. heard beats or, you know, sounds like that. And I really probably haven't since, like maybe here and there, but not in a whole project. Mm. But I think it's, I, I get her. I think it's, it's PG in terms of just like the, on a basic level, like on in terms of the sonics of it, like it does sound childlike. Like some of the instrumentals are almost, almost like Disney-like in a sense. So it's mm. just, this, I don't know, there's this, this like nice air about it. But when you listen to a song like Casket Pretty, that's deep, man. What she's yeah, saying, basically, that in that song. Really deep. When you really break it down. But then you've got songs like Diddy Bop, which is just, it's, that song will never get old. Diddy Bop's just got that nice feel. It's like, that. that's a song I like to play when, you know, in that first day of summer, like yeah. you, there's that first day where you go, it's sunny out and it's hot. Yeah. Diddy Bop. It's a that and Commons B. Commons B album got, gets played every summer. Oh, Commons B. This is the thing though. This album has a very like Chicago feel to it as well. Don't you think? Chicago it's music like, is strange because there's because yeah. risky people think of Chicago and they think of Jewel, but if you think of what the first, you know, fame oh, first famous rapper from Chicago is, it's Kanye West, really. Yeah, right? Yeah. That big Co- famous common, common, really. Well, yeah, common. Kanye West levels of fame, if we're being honest. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I know what you, you mean. mean with that, that superstar yeah. basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's like it's a different you had sound as well. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying it's a different sound, it's a wacky sound. It's it's its own thing in its own right, but it, it's not it's not like Atlanta, you know, type sounds you can be oh the eight oh eight to this, that. It's just like people making really artistically creative music. Yeah, mm. that's what Chicago is. Mm. 
She also had a couple of really good features around that time as well. There was the one on um, Sabah's uh, Bucket List Project mixtape. And then the feature on Chance's Colouring Book. I don't know if anyone remembers that. I don't remember That's Chance. A, it's like a song in Beautiful. itself, isn't it? It's like mm. an interlude at the end. Yeah. Song. So good. I remember Sabah. And, and, and maybe again, she went a bit under the radar with that because there were so many features on that project. Like, I think it's it's kind of... I had to remind myself of this the other day that Chance was like flipping the, the golden boy crazy, at that point. Wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Can't you put him on like that as well? Yeah, yeah. And and it was I remember saying to Sam at that point, and I was I was wrong, but at the time I was like, Sam, I think this guy's gonna be the biggest in the game in like three years because he had no beefs. There was like literally no one he had any problems with. And that I thought that a, would serve him well. That wasn't a but, bad guess to make at that point, though, because like given all the facts we had, you know, he was this was mm. his second project coming in. He was doing good. He's working with Kanye. You know, it was it was looking like a success formula. The reason why he failed is funny enough, probably because of Kanye. <laughs> Kanye didn't let <laughs> maybe. Him, Kanye yeah, did a Drake maybe. on him and just sucked all his talent out of him and and ditched him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that album. Yeah, man, that was cheese. The, the album wasn't great, was it? The, the debut. Like proper, you know, studio album or whatever. I, I was, don't remember. I I really. He, I care. think 2016. You could make a case that he had feature of the year as well on Ultra Light Beam. That feature is amazing. Yeah, yeah. But he also said of R that it's gonna haunt him forever. I've met Kanye West. I'm never gonna fail. It's like you. Fail. Oh no. <laughs> oh god. Oh no. No, nah, I respect that. I respect that. At the time, it might have meant something, but now you look back, it's like, well, chance. You know, let's be honest. You could tell Kanye was whispering a line as he was writing that verse. <laughs> right, he's, right, he's he hasn't baby. failed though, has he? He hasn't failed. I guess but he's like, not doing much, is he? Let's I'd be. be I'd be proud of him if I'd achieved. He's not made it. I'd yeah. Be proud of it's not been that long though. Like I know. Well, is it last album was 2019, wasn't it? They just had a lot. Like yeah, that wasn't really like the coloring book as well. No. By the way, Sam, that song you picked for our playlist, which if people hop on the Discord, we can share the playlist with you. And oh, Discord yeah, time! Hop on the Discord, people. Uh, that song that you shared has made me want to go back to that album because I don't remember liking anything Trust off that album me. really. But that song was good, so maybe I need to go back. Yeah, but that was yeah. that was a risky pick. Because <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what rappers have green artwork? And I was racking my brain for about 20 minutes. I was like, I swear Chance the Rapper has one. I was like, let me go look. I was like, is this class this green? Yeah. <laughs> then I was like, what's my Dude. favorite song? <laughs> so that, that's literally the process I went on. I, don't, I didn't even listen to the rest of the album. I literally went and look, looked at the light songs and that was it. No, that was a good pick. Good pick, that one. Mm. Um... Okay, so was it was there anything else from that period that stood out for anyone? Or do you reckon we've covered that? Do you know what it was about No Name? Yeah, and I'm being a hundred percent honest. That project came out, and then I thought she just disappeared. I didn't know she was doing all these features. And then retro retroactively, when I went back and listened to people like Saba and all that, and Smino, I was like, oh, do they work together on a regular basis? I don't know, but risky. I was not paying attention to her at all. Like, so she kind of was the main event for me, and then just. I stopped caring. I don't know if life. Well, I've got a question though. Mm. Why mm-hmm. did the contemporaries get it wrong? Like the critics, because those ratings—they're good ratings, aren't they? But I feel like she's—is it because she's a woman? Do you know what I mean? Because if a, if a guy made this mm. project, then the rapping like this with this kind of vulnerability and like technical level. What scores are you looking like? Which ratings? Who? I'm, I'm just looking at. Um, the Wikipedia page for Telephone and like looking at just the collection of ratings they've got. Well, Pitchfork rated an eight, which is basically a 10 for Pitchfork. Yeah, that's that that's big for Pitchfork. for Pitchfork. Yeah, it's good for Pitchfork. Um, uh, don't you think this this should have got like four and a half stars, like minimum though? Well, oh, well, it should. It's, and it's people class, throw out five should, stars yeah. for anything as well. Yeah. So the Guardian, so where Sean 8, works. 8. 84 on Metacritic. Is it 84? That's mad. It's 84. That's a high number. I think it, but I do feel like that, it could actually like, be higher, though. Don't get me wrong. I think now if people were to go, you know, do a retrospective review, it would maybe fall in the sort of, you know, to, more towards the nine. But I'm not too mad at that. I'm not too mad because I think sort of... I, I would be mad if I was era. her, though. No, you if reckon? I was no name and I got those reviews, feeling like I dropped like a perfect project, essentially, I'd, I'd be a bit... Yeah, but most like most people drop projects ah. and feel like they've dropped a perfect project. Mm. It's not it's not a matter of fact. It's just every artist drops what they feel like is their best work, and it's like obviously sometimes we agree, but other times I'm we to- don't. I'm talking from an objective kind of level. Like mm. like this is actually good though. Do you know what I mean? Like this is actually like so flawlessly structured and crafted. 
Yeah, no, you know what good. it is though. It's this is one of those ones, and Theo might back me in this because I know that you um, feel similar to me about Room Twenty Five. But it's one of those ones where when you hear it when it first comes out, so I'm talking about Telephone, and you listen to it and you go, "I don't, I can't. There's no flaws. I can't knock this in any way." And then you hear the next one and you go, "Oh, right. Mm. I didn't know they could reach this level." And I know Kieran, you're like perhaps not there with that album I'm not there yet that's how I felt was like now when I go back as much as I love Telephone if I listen to Room 25 straight after I see the progression yeah see that's why I've always said that Room 25 is better because that's what I that's exactly how I see it I, I love Telephone but if I had to pick between the two I don't know there's there's progression on Room 25 where I'm just like this is just this is just great I just, I, I just I thought that I love saw. Room 25 I really do like, you just saw that kind of oh, song Judah oh, have ever been on telephone. The what she no, does on that exactly. is crazy. Yeah. It's just a you know, I know there's the obvious difference which we'll speak about in a minute, but I think from just a just a I'm trying to think the right word. Let's say production, like the telephone sounded quite I don't want to use the word samey because it's not, but had this sort of one tone to me. Yeah, it's, it's not expansive with its production mm, yeah. compared to Telephone. Whereas Room 25 was, but it wasn't jarring. Like it, it was still mm. cohesive and it all fitted in together. But to go for like, you mentioned Blaxploitation. I, I, you know, one of my favorite songs on there is, um, oh God, the one where she talks about D'Angelo. It always got... Window always got or is it... Window's oh, amazing. Oh, window is no. What? Window's oh, so good. Which one? Look it up. Well, it's Mon- not Montego Bay, is it? Oh, but I was yeah, it's that. Like, oh wait, no. Because I love. Don't forget Montego about me. It's, it's don't forget. Don't about forget me. about me. Incredible. Yeah. But then to go to something like Montego ironic Bay, that you forgot about. It. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. <laughs> but and then Montego Bay with that incredible hook and just I d- mm. I've never heard a song like that since. Like it's oh, just so it's different. That's just such then, a nice song. And I said on the chat like. The first track, self, and the final track, no name. Like no name is Ooh. incredible. Mm. Yeah. Like, if she, if she stops, yeah. if she actually stops, and that was her final track, you go. That's mm-hmm. kind of perfect. That's an underlooked song, you know. I don't, the streams of that should be much higher. Yeah. I was. Yeah. I was trying to find the best songs, like the popular ones. I was like, why is this one not noticed? Because it's epic, isn't it? The way that instrument comes in at the start. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I have to give credit to um, the producer Felix. I think that's how you pronounce the name. They really cre- like crafted some incredible soundscape with this. Again, the variety of, of sounds and that. But I guess the big difference, and just to quickly go back to what you said, Sam, about uh, not hearing much from her, like, and you know, but she did features. I think a lot of the significant features came before Telephone, and then since Telephone, there wasn't a great deal. She really did kind of dip out. Like, she did a few things, but nothing notable. And then to come back with this again, it was it, it wasn't as I guess conceptual as conceptual. Maybe it is actually. Maybe it's just more complex, and I've not got it yet. But like, what does Room Twenty Five mean? What is yeah? That? I still don't Mad understand complex, that. That's why. Yeah. I do, yeah, I don't understand it. It could no. be one of those personal in type things where she used to have a class in a room called Room Twenty Five or some shit. We, I really don't know, and I really didn't care. But it's like it's it's such a quality project. You have to kind of just be like, well, wherever Room Twenty Five is, I'm in it now. Type thing. The thing is that the artwork's quite. Um, an array of things as well so it's, it's mm-hmm. not just like one concept this album is it it's like a collection of like i think you told me sean it was like the collection of her two years since basically. yeah so again i've just like it's not even that hard to look it up bad bad research for me this but basically room 25 alluded to her lifestyle whilst in la and living out of different hotel rooms so again it's just not just that little piece of information makes sense was she 25 um, at the time probably as well she ooh, maybe when was she born? She's, She's 30, 30 now. now. I'm seeing here. Yeah. Conspiracy five so, years ago. Yeah, five years ago. She, she could have been, been 25. Could have been 25 yeah. because she would have been 25 she written yeah. this in between. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, but I guess the big thing, because I remember she did an interview with uh Julie Adanuga on, on Apple. Really? Yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's still you can still watch it out there. And the thing she was talking about was how she, I guess she lost, she lost her virginity in the process of the last album and this one. And there's a lot okay, of sex. That's very this. odd. <laughs> oh yeah. No, that, but she, but there she was said that's that, what I was thinking. There is a lot of sex talk. On literally this album. I'm yeah. paraphrasing like, but in her, like basically in her words, she said the big difference is I've had sex now, like <laughs> between this album and the last one. <laughs> yeah. And you can hear it, I guess you can. And, 
I know. Does it's that not... where the maturity is? That where the maturity almost comes from? Because like yeah, telephone sounds yeah. like well innocent, and her saying a comment mad like that is mad, isn't it? Because but... then it goes into room twenty five. That's a bit. Mm. That's quite eye opening, to be honest with you. But she, but there's some funny lines as well about the like the sex lines, and this are hilarious, man. When she talks about the mm. the her pussy teaching ninth grade English, like that, stuff like <laughs> that. It's like, what are you talking? <laughs> <laughs> And about colonialism and things like that, but she was like, in, she was interweaving these sort of sexual references with really deep, um, you know, commentary on socio-economic matters and things. Do you know what I mean? It was, or socio-political, sorry. And that's one thing I want to say. Like that. She's a really intelligent person, and it comes through in her raps. Like she's like J Electronica levels of intelligent. Like she says some stuff that you have to go research and be like, what the fuck is she talking about? I think she makes that reference once as well. Like there's, I'm sure there's a song somewhere she says something about J Electronica. She's smart, but mm. that, but that oh god, that. that's a whole other episode we could do. What happened to J Electronica? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that'll be a whole week. That'll be a like, yeah, oh, to live stream geez. that. But uh, to be honest, yeah. I, I would say she's one of those people that's never dropped a bad verse or a bad project. So it's confusing to me why she doesn't have the quote unquote critical acclaim or like some big mm. label picking her up or the coach. She's never really had a massive co-sign per se. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's her own choice. Acclaim. She, the critics love her though. Like this, this album was uh, 9.3 on Metacritic. Highest rated album that year. Like, a hip hop album, or something. but she's accessible. Um, I think that's probably what it is as well. She's accessible. Mm. She's not. Her, she's not got like this big persona or character that's like hard to kind of relate to. She's just a, a person mm. rapping about life. She's not like talking about busting guns and, and all kind of magic. No, I do no, you think no, Telephone is more accessible than Room Twenty Five, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Room Twenty Five yeah. is more rap than music, if that makes sense. Yeah, there's more. There's more it's also more eclectic as well. It's also more. I think it's more artsy too. Like the production, especially, is like it's it's a bit more off kilter. Like where I said that, like if if Telephone has got these sort of light colours and it's got this sort of you know nice fluffy feel. If I think of Room Twenty Five, it's murkier. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's murky, a bit isn't more. It? It's like it's the opposite mm. of what the cover actually looks like. It's, mm, it's off kilter. Oh, and a little mm. thing about the cover. Apparently, I won't, I won't say the name because I think it the the person it turned out to be not guilty, but the person who designed the cover um, got accused or charged with sexual assault or something like that and no name commented on it and i think they even changed the cover but since then he got found not guilty and that's why the covers remained but there was a bit of controversy around that as well with that cover mm -hmm. yeah just a little bit of little bit of info there i think um i think one thing to talk about as well is just a, like as a as a positive thing to share is well, i i knew about it sort of 2019 time onwards is she's got a book club and I know she takes that very seriously. She's also very vocal online. Um, you know, I, I don't know whether she would consider herself an activist, but um, this this book club that she has, I think, has taken quite a lot of her time and has taken precedence for her over the music. Does anyone, like, excuse the pun, read much into it or do they know about this at all? I just know she has so much interest outside of music that... If yeah. you look at it, you go, okay, it makes sense why she's not making music. Like some rappers literally all they do is rap and smoke weed and, and go out to the club. Like she has like an actual kind of- She actually has a life. Yeah. Mm. Like yeah. an interesting life too. Like she's doing mm. some shit that's mm. that's moving culture and, and changing She's helping people's other lives. people. Yeah. 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 Well, it says here, like I'm, I've found the, the website for it and it says No Name Book Club is a black-led worker cooperative connecting community. Uh, sorry. Black-led cooperative connecting community members both inside and outside carceral facilities with radical books um each month each month we uplift two books written by black indigenous and other people of color we believe building community through political education is crucial for our liberation it then goes on to talk about how they've refocused their efforts and they're expanding their prison chapters and they send hundreds of books to incarcerated people so it's pretty pretty incredible stuff i guess that's um, a great life mission and, to have you know yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. And back to Sam, what you were saying about her, like why she hasn't blown up, I think, um, I think maybe one of the main reasons is, and if we jump ahead a bit and think about a song like uh, Rainforest, I think she, I mean, content wise, she doesn't, it's, it's not mainstream content at all. In fact, it's actually kind of, it conflicts with major corporations and, and major labels and things like that. She's not, she doesn't speak very fondly of 
of the establishments of the world. Do you get what I mean? Can I just add to so think... quickly? Uh, you can get back to your point. She's got a Patreon mm. here with 11,000 people on it. Now, assuming all of them are paying, you know, $1 or maybe even $5, she's making the best part of about 20 grand a month off this book club. Yeah. So why That's... the fuck mm. would you go rap? <laughs> You're making... Yeah, no, exactly. You Obviously, don't need to waste time doing that. Exactly. That's yeah. a full-time mm -hmm. income there. She's making six figures yeah. off this book club, realistically, if we're being honest. But if you're honest, I reckon, point? <laughs> I reckon a lot of that money is going into going back out into the community. Yeah, but she's thing. still yeah, taking. But it will be because she's, she's still she's taking the little a lot bit of out money. of it. She'll be exactly. Yeah. Got, it, it, I think what I'm saying is this is a viable business. Rapping is not a business. Rapping is the fucking wild west. But sorry, back to what you're saying, Sean. Like the, she she probably makes no money off rapping. Let's be real. Because this is what I'm trying uh, to say. Rappers make money from touring and from Merch. merchandise. Right? It's not streams, and her streaming numbers aren't even high anyway. Mm. but i'm so, saying the, yeah, the reason why yeah. to, to kind of answer half of the question early in front up like from the jump is what happened to no name she started a book club that was a decent business and it's like fuck this i'm gonna do that mm. do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah a lot I of think, people uh, yeah gone sorry sam go ahead no go on i was gonna say a lot of people try to monetize their career in different ways merch this that and diversify but i don't know any rappers with a book club like this or rappers with this type of interest that feels genuine so it feels it feels all right but sorry you were saying sean before about no no i mean just to wrap it up i think again going back to what you've definitely said and i think we've all said is that she's an intelligent woman and i think she probably sussed the industry and the way it works from early and she knows about the, the exploitation that goes on and if you combine that with her political views and the way you know just her outlook on life in general it makes sense why she's never you know she's probably not even pursued a deal. Do you know what I mean? She's probably not even entertained any deals that came her way, um, at least from semi-big labels and that. But there was still music coming out, like 2019. Um, Kieran, you might want to talk a bit about it because, you know, you mentioned, um, was it Song 32? And how yeah, much no, she, she was active though, didn't she? Because she put on, she put out Song 31, 32. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Then 33 came as well. <laughs> Well, 33 was a bit after, isn't it? Yeah. 33 was the, I think, the year after. But um, yeah, she, she, yeah, there was song 31 and 32. And 32 is the one. 32 is yeah, like, 32 is like, like you said. Why did she really, it's like, I feel like she, so this is one thing I was reading about, like her um, announcements about new albums and stuff. Because obviously I haven't lived through it, but mm. apparently like every time she released the single or like was about to drop one, she would be saying like, oh, the album's coming soon. This is like the single yeah. or something like that. But then like, she'd always she was and say, no, actually, I'm not going to do this album anymore. And like, it was seeming a bit like here, then everywhere. Like she was feeling bad for her fans because no one understood what was going on. It's, it sounds yeah, kind of like yeah. what Lupe she was Fiasco getting she was getting do mad. as well. Yeah. <laughs> is is it like a Chicago thing? <laughs> <laughs> something to the area in Chicago. They just can't get music out. <laughs> was she, because she, she announced she it, didn't she? Mm. And then she, she was getting mad frustrated yeah. on Twitter. Twitter, sorry, keep... the, that's all right. No, no. The the artist that she reminds me of is um is D'Angelo and like what he went through after Voodoo. I mean, it's different, but it's also a bit. There's parallels to me as well. What I mean is, is like she, like you said, she had the single. She was talking about this album called Factory Baby, but she then she spoke about how well she she talks about quitting music. And I put the quote in here as well. And it says, I refuse to keep make, making music and putting it online for free for people who don't support me. If you don't want to leave the crib, I feel it. I don't want to dance on stage for white people. So again, I think her intelligence and her knowledge of the industry and how artists get exploited and this and that, I think she just was a bit disillusioned, I guess. Maybe that's the wrong word. Um, and, you know, D'Angelo's thing was very different. I think his thing was he felt like people just wanted him to take his top off and they weren't really deep in the, the artistry of his music. And that's why he just dipped out for as long as he did. Um, but, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with it now, but I guess I, I, I understand where she was coming from, if that makes sense. And I think um, the fact that she's got financial um, passive income, like she could mm -hmm. take 10 years break and it, it wouldn't be a problem for her. Yeah, yeah, exactly um and and it even got to the stage where she went on this you know she confirmed she was on a hiatus she you know she was pretty much retired from music but but let's let's go back because you mentioned song 33 as well let's talk about the, the whole thing with j cole as well so from what i remember j cole dropped something first right 
It was the J. Cole song that came first. There was, I think it was tweets and stuff public. was going on first, though. I feel like she was I think it, it links to them going out to the protests as well, though, right? Because yeah, did do, J. Cole go does. to a protest? I think he did. Um, I'm quite sure he did. I, I want to... Yeah, I want to say he did. Yeah, not back in the day, sorry. He did around... Um, you remember... 2015 uh, times. Uh, 2015, yeah, yeah, before... or When, in the when Kendrick too. was doing all of that. No, I think, your I think, Ken, only. I think um, Cole has always been active in that side of, of things, activism and that. I think he's been going out to things consistently, like, but he just doesn't make a big deal out of it. But I think No Name's problem is that he's not speaking on it, like engaging with community. He's just right. like he just attending going. like a nobody. Yeah. Do you know, like, mm. like Cole's, Cole's got so much power. He's got like this massive platform, mm. like millions of fans. Mm. And instead of engaging with them directly and like educating them, maybe like she thinks he should. He's like but, being like a nobody in the protests, I guess. But the, but the thing, but I, this is the thing I, so I might have remembered all this wrong. I might be getting all, all this modeled up, but this is how I remember it. So. To go further back, right, J-, J. Cole seemed to change around 2014 times. Yeah, Do you remember that song, Be Free? And then we got Forest Hills Drive and there was mm-hmm. just, he was dressing differently. He was talking about different things. Mm. That then sort of led on into For Your Eyes Only as well. We saw the documentary. He was out on the streets. He was talking to communities, this and that, right? So in my opinion, I'm not saying J. Cole was like dead prez or immortal technique or anyone like that. Do you know what I mean? But he yeah. was... To me, I would say he was conscious to some I, I to definitely some think he's a conscious rapper. Oh, he was and I would say the yeah, same yeah, about of... Kendrick after To Pimp a Butterfly as well. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I wouldn't say that either of them were shying away from, from speaking on these topics. I'm sure No Name said something along the lines of, like, she said something like, your rappers will, like, these rappers will put so-and-so in their songs, but they can't even send out a tweet. And I, I, di- I didn't really get that. Like, I thought I would say I would think that the music was more powerful than a tweet. But I guess maybe I'm a bit out of touch. But I feel like she said that. I feel like she tweeted that. You know, the thing is, she does come from mm. a different. Like she is a lot younger than them, and mm. she's in this generation where like people need to comment daily if like yeah. uh, public things happening. You should black out your display picture or something like that. So like if, even if they didn't do that, like she'd have a problem with them for not doing that. But Do we agree from with their that, side is no see I don't but I see I see exactly where Kieran's coming from because she is that, that yeah, yeah, generation that. where they that where that they gen. just feel like they that you need to come out and you need to say something straight away but sometimes they don't they can't open their minds to seeing the other uh, like how someone else might think that they're doing things differently it was like the whole hate that Kendrick got for oh you're not saying anything you're not saying anything but Kendrick was doing stuff underground just people just didn't know about it just because yeah, yes yeah. he's got this massive platform I know they want him to comment on it but he feels he didn't he wanted to put work in where he felt best was going to make a difference but some mm. generations which I feel almost with no name couldn't understand that because I relate that with J. Cole that's why I think J. Cole took an offence to that and obviously Snow and the Bluff then came didn't it so I guess maybe the content in her music's more explicit as well I mean we do, I'm mm. not saying that um, Cole or Kendrick are puppets or anything like that but they are part of major labels and they do perhaps they're aware of that and they don't go as far as they no. they're more they might metaphorical want to. but Ken- might Kendrick made Black at the Berry though I feel like Black at the Berry Kendrick's been doing this for, that's why it frustrated yeah. me about the whole Kendrick thing because Kendrick has been talking about this for time that's why when everyone say oh Kendrick you're not saying anything you're not saying anything the guy made To Pimp a Butterfly he made Black at the Berry and he made All Right where he was talking about all this and yet now you want to go and slate him because he's not coming out the guy is but he but can do it. Also, yeah, just just because life. just because you have a massive platform doesn't mean you you have to do anything. Do you yeah, know what I mean? No, like exactly. That, that's no, the point. I, I really don't understand with people like what No Name did, where she came from. I was like, why does he have to? Like, there's no that there, there's no kind of push or link for him to have to do anything. But but in fairness to No Name, right? Just this is the other thing where just to bring it back is, did she ever? Was it ever actually aimed at Kendrick or Cole? Did people just assume? No. No, it was a general comment. So, but you so assume yeah, because so, they're the top two conscious mm, kind of rappers. Yeah. Yeah. So my, my I wouldn't call it a problem. My uh, misunderstanding of her tweet was more in a general sense. Like I didn't, my thing is more like, what's more powerful, putting it in your music or sending out a tweet? I guess from my... The tweet. <laughs> from our generation, yeah. we might say the music, but from hers, perhaps she thinks social media is a more important platform whatever but so going back to that though like i said she didn't actually say either of their names people i guess just jumped no. to an assumption 
So mm. how do we feel about Cole's song? Because even though he doesn't say her name, it's about her, right? I what? think it's one of J. Cole's best songs, you know. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> he likes J. Cole in his toxic bag. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I, would, I think Sam, you had a lot but Sam, you said some stuff about it at the time when it came out. You you weren't really feeling it, were you? Like you didn't like that J Cole did that. I just thought uh, J Cole's never really been the type of person to come at people with such such energy. And I was a bit like, why are you coming after No Name with so much energy? Like she's not. No offense to her, and uh, you know we're here doing a whole episode on her, but she's not that relevant for you to feel so pressed by it. You only feel mm. so pressed by it because you feel like you should have done something, and then kind of in the follow-up to all of that bullshit with the song or whatever, he then was like, follow no name, she knows the way type vibes. I was like, my guy, you could have just said that. You could have said that and not yes. gone in the booth and recorded the whole song. Like, it just felt, it was all too much. You know, it's a bit like what I wanna, Kanye's I doing just, right like, now with Pete. It's J. Cole too a little. much. No, it, no, no, it's similar, isn't it? Basically, uh, I, I followed J. Cole since I, I found him in like 2011, isn't it? And his relationship with Twitter is weird. Like this, this guy like will ghost, he'll delete his account from time to time. And when he comes back, he's like, oh, I've forgotten how to use Twitter. How do I do this? And all of this kind of stuff. And I just, I, I know he's got this weird relationship where like he'll see tweets and not really like know how to engage with people in like their way they communicate. And he's, he's, he is an older head. He so just says things he, like, he just says some random shit. Like I feel like out, he literally he? says what he says in, in person <laughs> on Twitter. I remember when he was active way, way back when Twitter was just starting out, you know, 2011, 2012 time. He He's like Kanye of, on Twitter. Yeah, he used to say some wild shit to people. <laughs> but no, I, it just felt a bit too much, the whole song part of things. He could have just tweeted the first, not first, but, you know, the first tweet he did of acknowledging the whole situation. He could have done that. Problem would have been it pushed her to grab a Madlib beat though, which is it's kind of yeah, interesting. Me, man. That's what the thing the I feel like goes under the radar is like that response was on a Madlib beat. Who gets mm. a Madlib? That, even the it's artwork great. says Madlib as yeah. well because yeah, mm. yeah, I would yeah, be proud of that. A song with Madlib, I just that would be my cover art like Madlib. <laughs> um, but she, she, I think, and Twitter had a or like social media had a problem with. I think he used the word he, he referred to her tone. And people didn't like that. Oh no, yeah. Um, because yeah. especially when people call like black women argumentative or like yeah, you know, have an attitude, yeah. loud mouths. Yeah. 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 So you know, I I don't think it was the I know what you mean. The songs just like sonically, the song's cool, but it perhaps is, yeah. in the cli- in the climate, in the day and age we live in, maybe wasn't the best choice by Cole. But she didn't like her response either. They she took it down for a bit. Yeah, but she didn't like her response she because she in, yeah. thought it was just distracting the issue. But she yeah, did yeah. put it back up now. On yeah, it's Spotify. on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's deep. It's teased. Though, it? <laughs> it made me feel yeah, sad yeah. though, man. Like, yeah. Was, yeah. She said some not, really deep stuff on that. Trust me, because yeah, she actually kind of backs up. She almost like <laughs> she talks about how rappers, you know, would put something in a song but then not tweet it. And then she does a song and says way more than most rappers in just a space of like a minute and a half. Do you know what I mean? She also like didn't deny she deep. wasn't talking about Cole as well. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. one thing though. Yeah. If it's you're going to indirect somebody and someone goes, is it that person? And they're right. You have to tell them, yeah, you can't lie. Like You can't be like, ah, if, if, if mm. you feel like it's for you, then it's for you. Like mm. Back your words. This was defo about him. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, I mean, you know, after this, we kind of, you know, all we hear from her is that she's kind of done with music. And I remember being gutted, man. I was like, oh, shit, I, I want, I feel like she could go places. Not in a way like I'm a fan and I'm entitled to this. I just mean, listening to the two projects that she put out, you think she could go down as one of the greats, you know. Well, I don't remember um, who said it, but somebody definitely it, said recently about that as fans, we're not entitled to the music. Like, it's nice to have, but it's like no artist owes us anything. So when mm-hmm. they drop music, yeah, exactly. like we should be grateful, whatever it is, whether we like it or not, that's not the conversation we need to have. It's it's about, you can't go, oh, like for, for prime example, Frank Ocean needs to drop something. And I remember one of you lot saying like, no, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't know what's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. When we, like when we say, when we say, oh, I need, I need the new Kendrick. I need this. We don't actually mean mm-hmm. like we, we genuinely need it, but yeah, you know. Yeah. He can take his time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, with, with no name, like letting go of the like the more, more, more culture we have, like all this consumerism. She's actually released quite a lot of music already. I think she's released more music than Lauren Hill ever did. 
Oh yeah, definitely. True. Mm, she's, yeah, she's also released a lot of true. high quality. That music. is very true. She's, there's no yeah. it's, it is, it's not. I don't even think it's like lesser than Lauren Hill's music. In all honesty, like the, I've been on a vibe this week. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like No Name is mad. Different it's good, levels. It's good music for the soul. I think it's just like yeah. it feels good to listen mm. to. Uh-huh. Um, but you know the next, the next, or the last part of this was what's next, and my the run through changed in the week because. Kieran, you shared that tweet with us. She said she's yeah. Made I, I went on her. I went on her Twitter because I knew, I know she's active, and I was just thinking like, what is she actually doing these days? And I, I think her pinned tweet, which was like just a week ago or so, hmm. it says 2022, the year for giving music and receiving it. And I'm, I'm just like, like yeah. something, something like that. I, I didn't quote it exactly, but so you know, with that in mind, yeah, it's positive. At least, fe- at least mm. features she's interested in, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah. Is that what yeah. we expect then? We don't expect a project. Do you know, the, the, the thing is, as well, I think it was last year or the year before, she like formed an official trio with Saba and Smino as well. Mm. It's got a name, but I don't know what the name is. That would be, but it, it could be that. Name. Oh yeah, there is a name. Oh yeah, there is, because I can't remember. Like, oh, yeah, you it's a cool like, name as well, it. but yeah. what, if, if they dropped that album, I think I think that would be a, like a an appropriate time right now because I'm That'll interested be to hear more from Smino as well. That's that not be amazing anymore either. So it's like, that would be a yeah. really interesting... They're like Fugees, isn't it? I yeah. just clocked. They're, they're a bit like Fugees. Yeah. That would be an interesting collab, cool. especially with, you know, Smino's latest album. Was it Smino? Saba? One of the two. Saba's, yeah. yeah. Saba was sounding good on that. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So it, it could be interesting to hear all three of them doing something together. I feel yeah, like yeah. Saba's finally like making music that aligns like perfectly with how no name makes music as well so yeah maybe, oh, cool. maybe ghetto sage is what they're called ghetto, yeah, sage. ghetto sage yeah i think nice. the last question oh yeah because is... i forgot yeah because oh. i forgot about their song called hagen das oh yeah that's a good song as well right? so, ghetto just, sage just have a song i just yeah, just get, one... yeah ghetto sage in yeah. 2019 the, the one thing i wanted to say before we get to the the last bit was um based on that track she released last year rainforest Rainforest. I'd really like to hear a new project because that, that Rainforest that song. Yeah. yeah, that's. I think that's also arguably one of her best songs. Like, if not, it might best. be her best. It's it levels, best. the flow, the beat, it's the topics. It's kind of commercial as well, in a weird way. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it is. It's not my favorite, but it might be her best. I think. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Sand, what was you going to say? You were going to. I was going to say the, the the final question of where do we rank her. Among her contemporaries, I, I don't know. I don't think she can be compared because she's doing something completely different to all the people I see in this list. Mm. Yeah, I mean, closest thing is Isaiah really. Rashad. And should Smino. we go through? Should we? Like, I, I don't know if I've missed out anyone, but the names I go put through the names. Would, yeah. Would, um, so I put obvious one: Chance the Rapper, Mick Jenkins, Saba, uh, Joey Badass, Vince Staples, Isaiah Rashad. Put Jid in there. Put Smino and Goldlink. That sort of era of rappers. I mean, I know what you mean. I think she's not comparable in the sense that she is very much her own artist. She's got her, um, she's she's formed her own sound, especially with Room Twenty Five. But if we are gonna like just just because we're rap fans and we like to compare and rank, I would put her, you know, other than maybe Vince. I'm she's next to top. Vince, yeah. Like oh, she's yeah, next to Vince. Vince, Vince is she's, like, oh yeah, hundred percent. No, she's not top. above Vince though, surely, because like no, Vince no, no, she's not. She's got she's too much. She's, She's not. Vince has got too much output. The, that's why I was saying she's near the top. I'd have a. What like, about Chance though? Chance, chance is an is interesting a, one because those three. Himself, bro. He's down. Wait, though, wait, wait, wait. He hasn't deleted his albums though. Like those three albums are incredible. The the run up to, um, the, that that dud he just released. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, think... but what I'm saying is, No Name is up there definitely. I do. I I, I wouldn't mm. know where to quote unquote rank her, but she's she's in the top leagues mm. like. If she dropped more music, it'd probably be one of those ones where we're talking about her being the best of a generation. But it's it's, it's kind of like a Sierra Wack situation. She's just not dropping <laughs> enough when, music. When I listed those names, I was the way I was thinking about it was do other than Vince, and arguably he doesn't, but other than Vince, do any of those other names have two projects better than the ones she's dropped? No. Well, this is this is what I'm thinking. This is why I had her so high. That I I can't. No, this is exactly why I had her so high. She's at least at least number two. For, she's at least number two. That's all I'm saying. At least that's no disrespect either, because pretty much everyone on there, I would consider to be a you know a good to great artist. They've all they've all dropped important records and stuff like that. But I just think, like I say, other than Vince, because Vince you can't deny just because of the output. He's put out too much. He's contributed too much. Mm. 
But No Name, within the little that she's done, it's this impeccable. is the thing with No Name as well. She's got that unique appeal. Like a few of these rappers, you can compare. Like, oh yeah, they're a little bit similar here and there. No Name brings something so fresh. Really. Mm-hmm. Well, look, I you know, we're saying what happened to No Name. It looks like she's she's coming back soon. Hopefully, we do hear more from her, and I think she's she could go on to even bigger and better things. So um, she doesn't have to rush though. Really and truly, no. <laughs> no, she can take a while, man. She can do a D'Angelo if she wants, and just. I don't want her to. I don't want to wait For 15 real. years. But, but she could. Yeah, she can. She can. Yeah. Hey, it's your boy Theo. And thanks for listening to the Grey Area Podcast. Now, go over and check the Discord. We've got loads of different playlists for you guys to check out. And most importantly of all, we want to hear from our community. So go over and check it out. You might get a free seasoning pack. Peace.